Hi, my name is Manton Reese. This is Timetable. So Timetable is a short podcast, usually just about five minutes, where I talk about the things I'm working on, especially as I'm building and launching micro.blog. It's Tuesday. Yesterday, a new version of the iOS app for micro.blog was approved, and I released it. I'll get back to that in a minute. But what I'm thinking about today is that phrase, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Of course, that's true. And in terms of products, that first impression users have is super important. If they're disappointed, they may not give you another shot at it. But there's always more people and there are always, you know, 2.0, 3.0, there are always other chances. And while it might not have quite the impact of that first impression, it still matters that there are other opportunities. And when I'm looking at micro.blog right now and how much it has improved, it's at least five times, maybe 10 times as good as it was when I first opened it to Kickstarter backers. I wasn't quite ready when I opened it to Kickstarter backers. I, I really was anxious to get something out there. People have been waiting. I wanted to give everyone that backed the project on Kickstarter early access, but it wasn't really quite ready. It is way better now, way you know more features, more types of posts, pages. The iPhone app is much more mature. You know, Facebook cross-posting, um, a bunch of other uh, improvements to the UI and the backend and support for indie web standards. It's way, 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 way better. And some of those people that first tried it and it didn't have those things, maybe they lost interest and gave up. But as I'm ramping up to launch it to the public, I also have this waiting list. And it turns out this waiting list of people that have that are interested in micro.blog has grown. It's almost as big as that initial batch of people on Kickstarter. And of course, those those Kickstarter people were more invested, they, they paid, but I'm relieved in a way that I have this mailing list that I'm starting to invite people from. And all of those people, their first impression of micro.blog is at its best right now, or again, it is just significantly better than it was uh, at the at the early launch to Kickstarter backers. And when I get ready for the public launch down the road, it will be better still. I, I assume I'll have more issues, you know, fixed, and it'll be even more mature and, and faster. And those people's first impression will also be even better than the people that are being invited today, and so on. Software improves. That's just the nature of things, which I guess is a long way of saying. I am glad it is rolling out slowly. If I had just opened it up and never done the Kickstarter, never invited those people first, never invited this other batch of people first, if I just opened up and said, hey, I launched something new last year, I think the product would be worse. Having this kind of ramp up time to slowly invite people and get feedback, and I'm hearing great feedback from people that makes the product better. I think that has been super important. So yes, it's a little annoying that it's taking like six, nine months to actually slowly roll this out to everyone, but I think it'll be worth it in the end. So that when it does open up and all the people that will just be able to sign up with a, without an invite code later, the experience will be the best it possibly can be. So I'm trying not to dwell too much on past mistakes. Looking back is a great way to be paralyzed, never do anything. So moving forward and back to the iOS app, that's one way that I've been able to move forward fairly quickly is I've been doing a minor update essentially every week for the last few weeks of the iOS app, you know, fixing bugs, making some improvements. And the, the release yesterday, it had a minor you know, bug fix version number, but it was actually a pretty nice update because it did add support for iOS 11. 
And it's great to see, I'm, I'm kind of watching stats yesterday and today in Fabric, which I use just for basic analytics and just, you know, see how many installs and active users uh, and how many crashes are happening. And it was great to see the crashes go down because I fixed a crash bug. And it was great to see people adopt it quickly. People update their iOS apps, you know, usually automatically now, but if not automatically, very quickly. So it was great to see that happen. And the the drag and drop support, I haven't heard much feedback on that yet, but it's just a way to round out the the app. Um, people on iOS 11 will expect you to be able to drag an image in to attach it and upload it to, to your blog. So that now works. One kind of quirk of drag and drop that I was playing with is I've decided when you drag an image in that it doesn't go through the normal steps of like cropping and applying a filter and kind of prompting you. Normally when you click the add photo button, it asks you to pick a photo and then it immediately says, you know, do you want to apply a filter? And, you know, it shows you the crop area and you can kind of pinch to zoom in and, and resize it. And there's no way to say, no, just upload the photo as the normal original aspect ratio. And a lot of people have said, you know, I, I, they'd like it to work that way. And I do plan to add that. But one of the things I realized with drag and drop is that you might be dragging multiple photos in at once. It's kind of clunky to say, well, you're dragging three photos in and then I'm going to somehow prompt to go through that filter and resize kind of workflow for all of them. That UI didn't seem right. And so when you drag a photo in, it does maintain the aspect ratio. It doesn't prompt for anything. It kind of skips that part. And I still think square photos are fantastic for microblogs. I, I still think that should be the default for most people. But this is a kind of a temporary workaround. If people really don't want to crop their their photo, they can just drag it in now on iOS. Um, and really, this is this is an iPad feature, really, because you can't drag photos from other apps on the iPhone. But on the iPad, you can do split screen, micro.blog on the right, photos or something else on the on the left, and then drag them in. So working pretty well. I'm going to take a little bit of a break from the iOS app. There's still a lot of improvements that I'd like to make, but I think I'm going to time the next release to be closer to when the iPhone X slash 10 ships um, in, a, in about a month. So I'm going to hold off on some of those features and kind of wrap them all up together with the update for the iPhone 10. It needs some minor layout kind of improvements for the iPhone 10 anyway. So that's when the next release will be. And in the meantime, a bunch of stuff to do on the web app for micro.blog and continue to work through that list and invite more people to the platform. That's it for today. Thanks for listening.